Hello and welcome. Conservative View from New Hampshire is a daily podcast where we shine a light on the happenings of the day. Conservative View from New Hampshire is a proud partner of and contributor to the Liberty Loft. My name is Ray Cardello, and I'm your host for today's podcast. Let's get started with today's commentary for April 12th, 2022. This is episode six of season 10, Legal or Illegal versus Right or Wrong. I am pro-life. I said it, and I will defend my stand against anyone. I am the father of two and the grandfather of the same. I saw rudimentary ultrasound images of my unborn daughter and son, but I did not need to see pictures to know that they were yet-to-be-born people my wife was carrying. I just had to feel the kicks as I put my hand on her abdomen. I know in my heart and mind that the unborn fetus deserves to be born and continue to live. I also know that ending the life of a fetus by choice for no reason other than a solution to an unwanted pregnancy and newborn is wrong. The courts can decide the legal question, but I am comfortable with my ethical belief. A few years ago, some states started discussing and passing legislation that expanded the mother's right to end her pregnancy. These were called the Parental Freedom Bills. They were freedom for the mother but not very freedom for the fetus. Bills are working through the states that would allow a mother to desert their newborn up to six weeks after birth legally. This is not a rumor, but a fact, and it is monstrous. In 1973, the Supreme Court handed down its decision on Roe v. Wade. With a 7-2 decision, the court overturned the Texas ruling forbidding voluntary abortion. The decision included the following guidelines. The court divided pregnancy into three trimesters and declared that the choice to end pregnancy in the first trimester was solely up to the woman. In the second trimester, the government could regulate abortion, although not ban it, in order to protect the mother's health. In the third trimester, the state could prohibit abortion to protect a fetus that could survive on its own outside the womb, except when a mother's or a woman's health was in danger. The limits have always been contentious to pro-choice advocates. The debate has always centered on when the fetus is legally deemed a living being and the mother's free choice to control her own body. Pending legislation ignores any evidence of life and pushes the limits of abortion right to the time of birth and beyond in some states. Though the number of legal abortions has declined in recent years, close to one million abortions are performed every year in the United States. There are currently 43 states that have restrictions on late-term abortions. In this study, Washington, D.C. was considered a state, hopefully not wishful thinking. The remaining eight states allow third-term abortions, some up to the point of birth. States that allow for late-term abortions with no state-imposed thresholds are Alaska, Colorado, District of Columbia, New Hampshire, New Jersey, New Mexico, Oregon, and Vermont. For some liberals and progressives, ending a baby's life before birth is not enough. They want the mother's choice to continue the fate of the newborn for up to six weeks. At six weeks after birth, a mother could deliver her baby and decide she does not wish to or is not fit to 
care from the baby so she can simply allow the baby to die of neglect. To be clear, at least three states are considering legislation that would remove the criminality of allowing a newborn to die of neglect after the baby is born. A California Assembly Committee has passed a radical bill that legal analysts say would legalize infanticide, letting babies die up to six weeks after birth. Assembly, 20, Assembly Bill 2223, sponsored by Assemblywoman Buffy Wicks, <laughs> Democrat of, o- of Oakland, I didn't make up the name, is one of eight bills that the Planned Parenthood Affiliates of California identified as legislative priority this year. And the Assembly Judiciary Committee held a hearing on the legislation just this past week. While more than 100 individuals opposed AB 2223 in committee, in person or by phone, no individual spoke in support of the bill. Nobody. The only supporters of the legislation were pro-abortion groups like Planned Parenthood, NARAL, and the ACLU. All six of the committee's ruling Democrats voted in favor of AB 2223, while the three Republicans on the panel voted against it. Now the measure heads to the Assembly Health Committee, and if approved there, it will proceed to the full California Assembly. But just to get that straight, there were over 100 people who testified against, none that testified for, and the bill still passed. But it's a government of the people. These bills have not reached the floor of a state legislator yet, but they are gaining momentum and need to be met with equal resistance. That resistance has to come from people who believe in the sanctity of life and the decency of man. We must not sit by and allow unborn fetuses to be killed and sold as tissue. We must stand up and say no way when the government condones killing a human being simply because the person who birthed the child changed her mind. I pray to God that we are better than that. Thank you for joining me today. You have been listening to Conservative View from New Hampshire, a proud partner of the Liberty Loft. We hope you have enjoyed today's podcast and will share it with a friend. Until tomorrow, make the best of yourself and your day. (music) 